Hello, and welcome to Her Expat Retirement. I'm Kelly Portola. Today's episode is Why a Solo Retired American Woman is Moving to Thailand for the Rest of Her Life, Part 2, American Nursing Homes, and Why They're So Much Better in Thailand. As I mentioned in my last episode, I want to first say that I intend for her expat retirement to be a fun, hopeful, and inspiring place to listen, watch, and read about my adventure of retiring for the rest of my life in Thailand. But there's an elephant in the room that must be addressed, and that is the burning question as to why I feel the need to leave America. This is bound to be somewhat depressing information. However, I'll also cover why there is so much hope for a better life for retired women like me in Southeast Asia, and especially Thailand for today's subject. So please stay with me past the depressing stuff. Before I record a YouTube video or a podcast, I usually first write an article and post it to my website, herexpatretirement.com. If you want to know any of the references that I use when I write my articles and I do my research, go to the website and scroll to the end of the article and you'll find the list of resources I used. I usually first write an article, post it to the website, and then I use the article to record a YouTube video and then I separate the audio and create a podcast so you can get me in three different versions, whatever's more, whatever is more convenient for you. You can find every version by going to the website, herexpatretirement.com. So reason number two as to why I want to leave America and move to Thailand is I don't want to end up in an American nursing home from hell. In America, if you live long enough, odds are you will end up in a nursing home where you will stay until you die. In a research study done in 2008 that was funded by the National Institute on Aging by a Dr. Maramatsu and others, titled Place of Death Among Older Americans, they found that most Americans prefer to die at home, but less than a quarter actually do. The majority dies in hospitals and nursing homes. Said another way, more than 75% of us are going to die in a nursing home or a hospital even if we'd rather die at home. And what will that look like for us baby boomers who are going to hit the nursing home industry in a giant tsunami in the next decade? What seniors first need to realize is that Medicare does not cover nursing home care. Many seniors don't know that. They need to make sure they get rid of any of their countable assets over $2,000 in most states, as we discussed last time. And they need to do that five years before they need nursing home care so they will qualify for Medicaid. The only state that is different is California, where it's three years. They call it look back, 
looking back. Medicaid is the only government health insurance that covers nursing home care. If you end up needing nursing home care before you meet these requirements, you're pretty much screwed. And even if you do end up covered by Medicaid, what are the odds that you'll even be able to find an available bed or get decent care? By the year 2030, all baby boomers will be at least 65 years old. And the Census Bureau estimates that there will be over 61 million of us. There will be one in five Americans at retirement age. And America is already facing critical nursing staff shortages. Plus, in a report by the Center for Disease Control, or the CDC, done in 2018, they determined that 70% of nursing homes in America are for-profit enterprises. And I can tell you from personal experience, seeing my mother die in an American nursing home, that even the best of the private ones that cater to wealthier patients are absolute living nightmares from hell. I don't even want to imagine what a Medicaid nursing home will be like. But here's a frightening clue. A study done by a researcher at the University of North Carolina in 2004 discovered that residents in Medicaid nursing homes were nearly 15% more likely to die than residents in privately funded nursing homes. And that was in 2004. I'm sorry this is depressing information, but it's something we have to face. And it's a huge reason why I want to end my days in Thailand instead of the United States. Just a hint of better news here is that when I started researching what nursing homes, uh, what nursing homes are like in other countries I could afford to live in, I discovered that the care homes in Thailand are wonderful in comparison. For one thing, one of the care homes I got in contact with told me that their caregiver to patient ratio is two caregivers per patient. My mom ended up in a memory unit at a privately funded nursing home for wealthier patients, and she was terribly neglected. Their nursing home staff had something like 10 dementia patients to take care of. That's just not possible. I'd be talking to one of her caregivers who was finally changing my mom's diaper at my insistence, and her beeper would go off for an emergency, and she'd have to run off. They just can't take care of people staffed the way they are by these for-profit companies. They only care about profits. And I personally watched them sneaking drugs into the patients while the patients were eating. They'd put a pill into a little paper Dixie cup and stir in some applesauce 
And while the dementia patient was spooning food into their mouths, a nurse would go around and put her spoon with the applesauce and the pill into their mouths. I also watched another caregiver there who was assigned to a gentleman who kept trying to get out of his wheelchair to make sure he didn't fall out of it. Apparently they aren't allowed to strap the patients into the wheelchairs, I don't know. But while I was sitting right in front of this man in his wheelchair, next to my mother who was sitting beside me on the couch, I saw the caregiver get distracted by another problem happening in the vicinity and he went to deal with that and then the man fell out of his wheelchair right in front of me and cut his head and bent his eyeglasses all to heck. And that was with me sitting right there, an outside witness. I could tell you more, but no need to upset you any further. The bottom line is that even the best nursing care homes in America are nightmares from hell. And I don't want to end my days in one if I can find a better option. Plus, I don't have anyone I can trust to come and check on me and make sure they're taking care of me. And unless you do, you're the one who gets neglected. And many of us, even if we have kids, can't really rely on them anyway. Our culture doesn't take care of our elders at home. We stick them in nursing homes and assume that they'll take care of our elders. And in fact, it's our children who are more likely to abuse us as we get older. A criminal justice research paper published on iResearch.net found that estimates indicate that one million elderly people are victims of domestic violence every year. 40% of cases occur when adult children victimize their, pa their parents. The victimization includes psychological, physical, and financial abuse. The notion that our own children might end up being our abusers rather than someone we can trust to protect us is a hard pill to swallow. But I think if some of us really take a clear look at our relationships with our kids, we may conclude that, we're, that we'd be safer away from them in another country. That's an awful thing to face, but it's something we may need to look at with eyes wide open. In my next episode of Why I Want to Leave America, I'll cover the frightening growing epidemic of fraudulent conservatorships where we can end up locked away for life even if we still actually have capacity to take care of ourselves and our own money. Powerless to do anything while our entire estates get stolen away from us and our rights. And sometimes it's our own kids who don't want to wait for their inheritance. But I'll cover that in detail in the next episode. Okay, enough of that depressing stuff. Let's move on to why things are better in Thailand. In Southeast Asia, families in countries like the Philippines and Thailand very rarely ever send their elders 
to nursing homes. It's really frowned on in their culture to do so. But these countries are discovering that foreigners are good business. Thailand has a pretty big industry going already of care homes that cater to foreigners. And they're really affordable. The Philippines is behind Thailand, but they're also starting to create long-term care facilities for foreigners. Plus, both of these countries also have services that will provide an in-home caregiver even for advanced dementia patients. And those services are even more affordable. So you can stay at home and have somebody come in and take care of you, round the clock if needed. And both of these cultures respect elders, as well as being known for having exceptionally trained and caring nurses. I've chosen Thailand over the Philippines, at least for now, because of their well-established care home facilities. My plan is to move to Thailand and just live in a condo and then either just hire an in-home caregiver service when I need one or move myself into a care home at some point. There's one in particular that I have spoken to where they have a swimming pool the patients can use. They provide a staff ratio of two caregivers per patient. If you want to look them up, the name is Care Resort Chiang Mai, located in Chiang Mai in Thailand. Their patients are allowed to come and go as they please or use their once a week shuttle to town while they're still fairly independent. Obviously, advanced dementia patients wouldn't have that much freedom, but they're still treated, you know, really kindly. And their mission is for people to feel like they're independent and not, you know, locked up. They also even take the dementia patients who, you know, don't have complete freedom to visit the elephant sanctuary. There are photos of it on, on their website. And instead of regimented mealtimes, they actually have a menu in, for both Thai and Western foods. And you have a two-hour window uh, uh, where you can go uh, to get your breakfast, lunch, or dinner <laughs> at your leisure and order from a menu. Can you believe this? I mean, it's... And they have snacks available all day long. And, and caregivers available if you need them. And this particular care home was created and is run by a man from the UK that he started with his Thai wife. There is another one where they speak uh, a German in uh, Northeast Thailand. It's, it's specifically for German-speaking uh, foreigners. And there are, there are many other ones as well. Um, and when I asked about the cost, I was told I could move in as an active independent senior. I could go in there now if I could afford it. I wish I could. I'd move there in a heartbeat and have all costs included, including meals and the once a week shuttle bus all included and access to the swimming pool whenever I wanted to use it and be able to walk the grounds of the property. It's, uh, it used to be a resort and uh, they bought it and turned it into a, a care facility. Some patients have their own little huts. <laughs> it's, it's so beautiful. Um, 
And at, at the level of care that I'm at now, where I'm completely independent, if I wanted to move in now, my out-of-pocket total cost would be about $1,400 a month U.S. That's everything included. And a caregiver to come and check on you. You know, if you're completely independent, they still have somebody come and check on you every day and make sure you're still okay and alive. <laughs> anyway, now... Later on, if I ended up needing round-the-clock dementia care, you know, much higher level of care, the cost would be about $3,000 a month. And then additional costs, depending. You know, if you have to have doctors come and check on you and, and those kinds of things are additional costs. But that's <laughs> like advanced dementia care in this beautiful facility. $3,000 a month is basically your max. I mean, you know, like, like I said, there are some added costs. But if you contact them, they will give you estimates, um, breakdown. But that's what they told me uh, through an email exchange uh, this year, uh, 2023. About the beginning of this year is when I contacted them. And their caregivers are mostly Buddhists. They're loving and kind, and they revere their elders. The in-home caregiver service that I contacted based in Bangkok, there are several of them around the country, they'll provide caregivers anywhere in Thailand. It takes a little bit longer to get one if you're in a, in a farther province from Bangkok, but then once you're established, they'll keep you provided with caregivers. If you're in closer to Bangkok, it's not a problem at all. There's no delay at all. Um, and I was quoted a maximum price for someone with dementia, taking care of at home with round-the-clock, one-on-one caregivers was about $1,000 a month. And of course, less, you know, if, you, if you need less care, it's less. <laughs> their prices, if you want to check them out, are listed on their website. And the name of this particular service is Health at Home. And they have an option for English on the ver on their website. So if, if if you go to Health at Home, if you Google Health at Home Bangkok, Thailand, and pops up a website in Thai, just look for the uh, tab at the top of the of the web page for English, and they have a really good English translation of, on their website. And. Just as a quick aside on something I'll be covering more on a later, uh, more on in a later episode, I could buy a decent little condo with a pool in Thailand and security <laughs> for about 1.4 million Thai baht. That's about $41,000 US. Yeah, you heard me right, $41,000 US. And by the way, the HOA fees, the max I saw for any fancy luxury one was like 80 a month but they're normally around 20 to 40 dollars a month for HOA fees yeah or I could rent uh, one for about 250 a month you can find them even cheaper with swimming pools and security so now you know my number two reason for wanting to move to Thailand decent long-term care options I can afford now, I did mention in my last episode that I live on $880 a month Social Security retirement benefits, and that's true. And that's what I expect to live on month to month going forward. I do want to mention, however, 
that my mother did leave me an inheritance. Her estate was split between seven people. That's another story we'll go into in the next episode. But I still did end up with a nest egg that I intend to leave in the bank until I need it to help pay for my caregivers or nursing home when I need them. It's a tiny fraction of what I would need in America. It's just not enough to do anything with in America or what they tell you you need for retirement. If you're not, if you're a woman like basically in my shoes, whenever you see those articles that say, you know, do you have enough for retirement? You need at least, you know, a gajillion billion dollars. And you're just like, wow. Yeah, like that is an option for me. Anyway, I just find those articles rather hysterical. But anyway, um, I should have enough with my little nest egg to handle my expenses in Thailand, um, you know, as I keep getting my Social Security retirement and have that pay the difference, um, you know, for the cost of my caregivers, you know, as long as I don't live too long or I don't get sick too soon. I don't want, hopefully I won't outlive <laughs> my little nest egg. <laughs> we'll see. I mention this now because this is something that does need to be considered when looking at moving abroad for the rest of your life. You will need some money to pay for caregivers out of pocket down the road. As you've seen, it's really cheap compared to the US, but it's not free. And you know, even with $880 a month, your cost could be so low. You know, if you're used to just eating at home, you can still you can do that in Thailand too. You can still use the swimming pool. I mean, you'll have a way nicer place for, you know, the same amount of rent or less. I'll actually be out of pocket more because of all the government benefits that I now have that I won't have anymore. But I'll still easily be able to stay under that 880 and on in a normal month still be able to put some away. So you you know, you could save some money as well, you know, in the meantime, but you need to keep that in mind in mind. You you know, you are gonna need money for your caregiver down the road. But if you choose to have a caregiver come and take care of you at home, you're only looking at well, right now around a thousand. So you can contact these people yourself. You know these um, these services um, that will that will come in like Health at Home, and um, that would be way more uh, affordable, easier to save up for than you know moving into the the you know care uh, resort place in in Chiang Mai that man I would love to move in there <laughs> but anyway um that's much more expensive but hey you can have somebody come take care of you at home and they probably even cook for you I don't know, for for maybe maybe included I don't know be pretty cool um but anyway you need to keep that in mind so if you want to help me out feel free to use the buy me a caregiver button on my <laughs> website that actually says buy me a coffee. <laughs> I'm Kelly Portola. In the next episode of Her Expat Retirement, I'll cover the third reason I'm leaving America. The alarming rate of increasing fraudulent elder conservatorships in America and how nobody in the U.S. will be able to lock me away and steal my nest egg if I'm in Thailand. <laughs> You can always find everything I do on herexpatretirement.com. The letters spell her, H-E-R, her expat retirement. I hope to see you again real soon.